Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Sarah Davison. Sarah, are you ready to do this? I am. Let's get started. Excellent. Let's do this. Sarah is known as the Divorce Coach. She's the author of Uncoupling, and she is a returning guest on the Money Savage podcast. Excited to have you back on. Sarah, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, I tough breakup uh, and divorce about 10 years ago, actually, which is when I realized there wasn't much support for people going through the heartbreak separation, and you get thrown into a whole different world. Uh, it's a different experience. So I really struggled, and I was a coach, and I struggled to control my emotions and put one foot in the other. So I put together a program combining all my neurolinguistic programming skills or my coaching skills and combine that with my divorce journey and created a program really just to get me through uh, because overnight I was a single mum of my son who's now 11 but he was only one at the time so I've uh, come a long way but that program is now what I teach people around the world I'm a coach I have a coaching clinic I've now written two books, actually. So I've released another book since we spoke, which is called The Split, From Breakup to Breakthrough in 30 Days or Less, which is a 30-day guide to helping you through those initial really difficult stages of any kind of breakup. So that's what I do. I coach people through the emotional and the practical side of any kind of breakup. We don't touch the legals or the financials. We've got other experts for that. But the emotional support and how to turn your life around, how to redesign your future, and how to be happy again. Nice. Well, I appreciate that. Shame on me, Sarah. I somehow missed or just forgot to write down the second book. And so it's called The Split? Yeah, it's called The Split. It's really because people were asking me, how do you cope in the early days? Will this ever get better? What can I do to speed up the process? So I created a 30-day plan because you're in total overwhelm when you go through a breakup. And it can be really challenging for people to cope with the initial finding out that they're breaking up if they didn't know it was coming um, and really picking themselves up in those early days. And that's where a lot of help is really needed. So. I created a plan to give people simple, easy steps to take each day to keep them moving forward. Because then small steps over 30 days adds up to a huge leap forward. But it's easy to do. It's not overwhelming. Uh, and I've, I've put it into one step a day, so a 30-day plan. 
Nice. Well, I, I appreciate that. And we are recording this on April uh, 27th, and this is a time that could obviously and is potentially overwhelming for, for everybody as we try to manage so many different aspects of our lives. So I, I appreciate very much uh, making it small, actionable, for lack of a better term, bite-sized things that you can do on a, on, 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 on a daily basis. So nice. Yeah. How, how does the how does the the NLP the neuro linguistic processing or programming play into it? Well, that's really the science behind how your mind works. So, as human beings, we all control the remote control to our brain. Most never got the manual, so we don't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. So, the idea behind NLP is really working out how you can, for example, dial down negative emotions. So, for example, I had a client uh, over the weekend who was really stuck in anger and she would rate herself at 10 out of 10 on the anger scale. And it was really paralyzing her from doing anything. She was angry all the time at everybody. And it was really damaging her her life and her health and those her friends and family around her. So what NLP enabled us to do was to, to help her dial down from 10 to a 9 and then nine to an eight and a seven within an hour so that she actually became released from that utter rage, scaled it down to annoyance at that stage, which meant she could get on and do more things. But NLP is really the science behind how we control that remote control, how we use it. So we don't, we're not living in reaction to everybody else's words and behaviors towards us. So saying, oh, well, I feel like this because he did this or he said this to me becomes something that you can actually control so you choose how to react but it's really giving you more clarity so that you can stop those unconscious reactions and start to become more consciously aware of the strategies that you run that make you happy sad successful unsuccessful so it's it's really a powerful tool yeah no kidding i mean with the exception of of the, the actual loss or death of a loved one, I imagine that that going through divorce um, would have to be one of the certainly one of the hardest things. And so, being able to more successfully manage emotions through that process and understand how our brains are working would certainly be a great benefit. So I appreciate that. And being mindful of feelings and emotions, yeah. because right now some some people are husbands, their wives, they are. They are mom and dad. They are son and daughter, and they probably <laughs> and teacher. Mm-hmm. And if we're not careful, we can probably and I'm sorry, we're for sure going to get under the skin of everybody else that we're around 24 seven now. So how 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 do you find that the people are? I, I don't know the best way to ask the question. If you're interested in staying together. Or if you're interested in splitting up, how, how 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 should people be moving forward during during this time? Well, this is obviously unprecedented times, and it's always been a fact that peak times for divorce or breakup are after times of the year where you normally spend quality time with your partner. So Christmas um, is always a big stress point in relationships where there are already cracks in the foundation. You know, if you've got a great relationship, then Christmas is wonderful because you get time off with no other distractions. 
But if you do have problems in your relationship, then obviously spending more time together can put a huge amount of strain on it, which is why peak time for divorce is January, February. Well, at least to start that divorce process going. So, and it also follows that September, after the summer holidays, when we come back, again, that can be a real peak time for, for breakups. Now we're in a situation where we are forced, not just for three weeks or two weeks, there's a huge amount of time in lockdown. But the difference is, add on top of that all the stress of the virus and the worries that that's putting on people financially, emotionally, from a health perspective, not being able to see friends and loved ones, not being able to get out of the house, to vent out some of that frustration or anxiety. So it becomes a pressure cooker, really, for emotions. So if you are in a relationship that's on the rock, then that is really going to put a huge amount of pressure, which is why we've heard from so many family lawyers that, that there's going to be a spike in the in the breakup rate after this is this is finished when lockdown comes to an end. So there are things you can do, though. It's not all doom and gloom, because at the end of the day, if you're stuck together, then you've got two choices. One is... To, do, to use this time constructively to work to save your relationship. Because this is a really good chance to dig deep and start communicating and start trying to see if there is anything salvageable. And I would very much suggest you start communicating with each other along the lines of, here are three things that, things that I love about you and that I love about our relationship. And then the old feedback sandwich where you then go to the, these are the things that I'm not so happy with that make me unhappy, and, and this is why, without accusation and blame and, and enabling you guys to talk without any comeback or, or it getting out of hand, um, which has to be agreed up front, obviously, and can be tricky, but then coming up with a plan. So, you, so you, you both commit to doing three or four things over the next you know, four, five, six, seven weeks seven weeks to see if you can make it better and also looking at your communication strategies everyone has their own way their own their own reaction to stress so for example I, I've, I have my own five categories for this how people react under pressure so the first one is are you a snapper a snapper is someone that literally will snap and make digs at their partner um, if they're if they're worried about something, if they're anxious about something, that's the route they'll take. Then there's, are you a nagger? Number two, do you persistently pester your partner when they're not listening to you in the hope that eventually it will get through to them? <laughs> number three, <laughs> yeah. Number three, um, are you an exploder? Do you lose your temper? Do you just lose your rag, explode like a volcano, and then? It's all fine after that. Or number four, are you a pacifier? A pacifier is someone who goes out of their way to actively calm down the situation and keep it amicable. Or the final category, number five, is are you an avoider? And an avoider will go out of their way to avoid any conflict whatsoever. So shutters will come down, no communication, just nothing. So... It's interesting to use this time with your partner to really understand, well, what's your communication style when you're on and what's theirs? Because it needs to be, if you can consciously recognize that and understand that, well, this is what my go-to method usually is, 
And bear in mind, you might start off as a snapper, then become a nagger, and then become an exploder, maybe. You might work through stages as the pressure sure. increases. <laughs> but just understanding what, what you do and what they would do for me, and having a conversation like, look, when I do this, well, for example, if you're an exploder, I had a client the other day, she, she said that her husband was an exploder and she was a pacifier, but she did hold a grudge. So when he went really angry, because that's not what she would do, she took a lot of offense and hurt from it. Whereas that was just his style. That was his way of releasing it. Uh, and then he was fine. And she couldn't really understand that. So just having the conversation about their different communication styles really helped them to have a better understanding. And then they came up with ways to maybe distract each other in the moment or use it. I said, oh, you're going to do your volcano exploding thing. And it would just dial down some of that tension and take it out. So understanding your, your method can actually help you dial down any intensity around that and stop some arguments from getting too intense and then also help you not bear a grudge afterwards if you understand why. So it could be a good chance to work on your relationship, understand these kind of things and see if there's anything you can do so that by the end of this lockdown period, you come out either stronger, you know, with an even uh, a more improved relationship, hopefully, because you understand each other. And if you can get through this, well, you can pretty much get through anything. Um, or you come out with more clarity that this really isn't going to work and it's not what you want and it's not tenable. And but the good news is that you've done everything you could to save it and you can leave with no regrets because I think that's important to, to do your best to try and save something. And then you can walk away and say, look, ultimately this didn't work. We tried. It hasn't worked. Now we know. So, yeah, there's, you know, you can come out stronger from this. It is possible. Yeah, I certainly appreciate that. And that's, that's, that's all really good stuff right there. So if you are, putting pen to paper and you say, you know what, I came up with three things that I really love about you in the relationship, but 500 that I dislike about you, well, then, <laughs> then that, that might be a little too much. And of course, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm being kind of trite about it, but yes, I think this is an opportunity to, to, if you are in a place where the relationship is, is, is savable and it's something that, that, that both you want to stay in, then yeah, hundred percent. This is an opportunity to to get to know one another and your communication style a lot better, and to hopefully be able to have tough conversations when emotions are running high, and also to your point to really hopefully better understand yourself and how you react when you get frustrated and emotional, and and to to actually be mindful of those triggers and when you feel those feelings to to not just let it take over but to actually be proactive and 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 become a better communicator so i think that that's great stuff yeah so let's 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 just go on 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 the flip side of that coin and you say okay i've 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 done all this i've had the conversations i've i've tried but it does seem like um that 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 my partner and i just aren't a good fit and when this is over I think maybe it's it's uh, I think 100% that it's time to time time to to uncouple to to, to split up. How 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 do you counsel yeah. people to to successfully do that so that you don't hate hate one another? <laughs> well, unfortunately, divorce brings out the worst right. side of most people and even if you are amicable, it can when you talk about finances and changing people's lifestyles, how much they're going to see the children. That puts people 
under extreme amounts of pressure. So it's really important if you can, and not everybody can, because sometimes if you're in a toxic relationship or there's just no communication or very high conflict, or if one side is hell-bent on causing pain to the other, then it's if you can, sitting down before you start the process to agree some boundaries, some ground rules, to say, look, we know this is going to get difficult. We know this is going to put pressure on our relationship. So let's try and be as amicable as possible and treat each other with kindness and respect. And if you can set those up as ground rules and, and hold each other to those and hold yourself to those, it's that is the most important thing. Um, and really working out you know, how you can do this uh, so you can walk away and have some relationship intact afterwards because understanding that there may be a few bumps in the road, but ultimately the long-term goal is to, you know, to, to keep it amicable and be able to, especially if you've got kids, you know, work together on things. So I think that's important. I think everybody needs to get, you know, decent legal advice. If you're going through a, a, a divorce, it's important to understand what you're rightly legally entitled to. And then once you know that, you can work out what you're happy to agree on. So those things are important. And emotionally, uh, keeping yourself, uh, you know, there are there are going to be a lot of emotions coming out during a breakup, whether it's your decision or not. It is going to be a bit of an emotional roller coaster. So understanding that that is coming and coping with it by having a breakup support team around you of people that can really help and support not the friends that will come round like I had a couple of weeks ago. Um, a lady, well, just before lockdown started, actually, she turned up for a first coaching session with me and she popped her trunk, you guys call it, we call it boots, boot of the car, and uh, in it were all these bin bags. And she was like, ha, my friend came over, my best friend came over last night, and look, we chopped up all his clothes, like suits and uh all these nice, smart stuff. We had a tuxedo in there, and oh my goodness, she chopped it all up with her friend. And then we're gonna, she's gonna drive around on her way after my session and dump it outside his new flat where he was living with his new girlfriend. And as she came in, she was telling me this story, and I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> this is gonna be challenging. Oh and that friend had come around for a glass of wine to console her which is great. However, this friend was not one that I would advise putting on her breakup support team. She's too emotionally involved and this is really pouring fuel on the flames and making it a hell of a lot worse for her in the long run. So when I'm talking about getting a support team, I mean people that are not just going to bitch and moan with you. I mean people that are maybe not so emotionally involved so that they can give you positive, constructive uh, advice that doesn't have damaging long-term consequences so i think that's important and then also making sure that your way of coping with stress you're you're doing that some people that might be meditation um so some people that might be going to the gym going for a run for some people it might be talking to a specific friends or you know some, it's about having that support system around you to make it as easy as possible as well as having good finance advisors, legal advisors on speed dial. So if any of those stressful questions build up, you know you can get answers to them and you can dial down any of that worry. So I think that's really the key for helping and protecting yourself to get through this as, as easy as possible because it, it is known, as you said before, as the most 
traumatic life experience we go through after the death of a loved one. So you've got to buckle up because it's going to be tough, but you can get through it. And there are lots of things you can do to make it easier and to speed it up. Amen. I love it. Well, Sarah, <laughs> Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? Oh, well, this is an interesting one because I now also train people to become breakup and divorce coaches like me. I was asked for years and I think I was thinking about it when we last spoke, but about a year and a half ago, I launched this program and it's really interesting because one thing that I found is that the only way to be truly successful in life is not to try and be an imitation of somebody else and not to try to do something, do, do be somebody else. It's really important to be true to you. And that's one of the things that with my coaching, I say, don't, you don't want to be a mini me. You've got to be true to you. It's only when you embrace you as you and your strengths and your weaknesses and you own it that you can reach your true potential, I believe. So really learning to accept yourself the way you are and be happy and know that you can succeed just the way you are is really important. Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets a come on. Come on. And Sarah, thank you so much for coming back on Where Can Savage Nation Learn More About You? Well, thanks for having me. It's great to come back a second time. Um, my website is saradavison.com. So S-A-R-A-D-A-V-I-S-O-N.com. And I'm on social media. I'm on Instagram at the moment. In I'm in UK time, GMT time. And oh, actually, it's British summertime now. So um, at 2 p.m. every day on Instagram Live, I'm doing a free question and answer session for anyone who's got any specific questions, problems at the moment uh, with the situation we've got. So at 2 p.m. every day, um, UK time. But I'm on social media, Facebook, Instagram as Sarah Davison Divorce. You can always follow me there and reach out and DM me any questions or anything you'd like some help with. Perfect. And as as Sarah just said, she pronounces her name Sarah, not Sarah, as I've been calling her the entire show. So let's... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I don't even notice anymore. Everybody oh, calls man. me Sarah in America. And I do so much work over there. So I, <laughs> I, 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 I very much apologize for Anyway, <laughs> Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Sarah your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to saradavison.com. It's S-A-R-A-D-A-V-I-S-O-N.com. Follow on social media. I will list all those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Sarah. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. <laughs>